one piece that is tied to this, but is a little bit different and a, th a thought that would be important as well as you examine these things is your standards a lot of time are reflections of the people you spend time with. Absolutely. And if the people around you have low standards, you will probably have low standards as well. Tolerating people with low standards is one of the most important standards to look at. This is the Betterment Brotherhood Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Jake Swenson. And I'm Peter Swenson. This podcast is for salespeople and leaders looking to improve their impact, increase their income, and enhance the intentionality they lead with. As brothers, we have done life together, done sales together, created businesses together, and have grown as leaders. We still strive to grow as leaders and are excited to dive into the concepts, strategies, mindsets, and skill sets exemplified by those we model. If you're seeking excellence in sales leadership and life, you're in the right place. Let's dig in. Thanks for coming back and joining us on the Betterment Brotherhood. Today we are talking about standards and really trying to solve the question of if your life is not working the way you want it to, if you're missing the mark in an area of your life, are standards at fault? Are your standards part of the reason that you're missing your goals? Are your standards part of the reason that you're not executing or achieving results in the manner that you hope for. So to give you a couple of examples, just so you can try to apply this to your life, an area of life that you may be falling short in is your uh, physical appearance. Maybe you have wanted to get in shape or lose a few pounds or whatever. I talked about this before. I was 30, point, 30 pounds heavier than I wanted to be. I remember looking in the mirror and being like, oh, that's not where I want to be. And so the question is, are my standards at fault, right? Or another area of life would be your finances. So you look at your bank account and it's not as big as you want it to be, or you've got debt, or you're, you don't have a portfolio that you wanted. And the, the question that we're trying to solve for is, it's possible that the culprit to you not being where you want to be is you just don't have standards that are high enough. Yeah. And it's distinct from goals and purpose. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of other things that might drive your top tier performance. And, and this isn't to say that those are not important conversations, but your standards are the way that I would define a standard is it's the, it's the expected minimum quality that you're willing to live with. And it's, and it's defined whether you've defined it yourself or it's been defined by you over time. It's a defined minimum that you're willing to fall to on your worst day. Give an example, give a real life example, real life example, uh, of a minimum standard that somebody might have. They might not think it's their standard, but the evidence would show that it is their standard. Well, we, so sleep's an interesting one to me. Um, most people have an actual minimum standard of, uh, you know, depends on the person, but it might be four or five hours of sleep. Like they will allow themselves to go with four or five hours of sleep. Even if they know it's better to do eight or nine, they will, um, you know, on a weekend or something like that, allow themselves. I'm not saying planned sleep or elite sleepers, but people that in general know that they're better off with seven hours of sleep, which by the way is pretty much everybody will allow themselves, I've done this more times than I can count in my past, to go with four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. And clearly there's an impact. And so to be rested, well rested, you know, yeah, my standard is to be rested so I can be alive for the day. Um, if, it's an, if it's anything but an emergency that's the culprit of your four hour night or your five hour night, then that's, your standard is not to be rested. Your hope is to be rested. Your ideal is to be rested, but it's not your standard. And, and the standard can bite you. If, you. if you have a low standard, it can bite you in the ass because the day 
that you're not rested or the day after the day after like you lose sleep it's gone forever but your performance that day and the impact of your performance that day having a short temper losing it with your kids or your wife failing to close something in, in business like it it will affect your ultimate results unintended but great rant about sleep we live in Netflix, right? Like people watch yeah. Netflix and I'm definitely guilty of this where it's like, yeah, I need to get eight hours of sleep tonight because I'm not feeling well, but really I'm okay with six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, right? your standard press, is yes, I- Let's watch another like, episode. Watch I'm another episode. willing to live tired. I'm willing to walk around. Maybe we'll stick on sleep. Yeah. I'm willing to walk around tired. Is it ideal? Nobody thinks it's ideal to walk around tired all day. I know I've at least filmed one of these a little bit tired. I'm like, I'm not my normal self. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I'll call myself out because apparently based on this conversation, my standard, at least over the last, let's say six months of my life has not been, I am rested. Yeah. That's not a standard that I can say that I've had. And I've, so I've been diving into standards in the last uh, few weeks and really looking at them in a lot of areas of my life and recognizing that, that I have not designed as many standards in my life as I thought I had. And one of the reasons that we don't design standards in our life is because we don't see the benefit of having standards, right? Or they feel like they're handcuffs and they're things yep. that if I say this, if I'm, I, I, standards, a different word would be rules. If you have rules for your life, then we don't like having rules. We don't like people telling us what we're saying. So the, the goal of today is just to share with you guys four different ways, four different ways that standards can really change your performance, in, increase your fulfillment, productivity, you know, insert word here, but yeah. how standards can change your life. So what's the first way that you would say a standard, setting a standard can change your life? We can give some examples and go from there. So I, th- I think number one is going to be the emotion that it takes out of decision-making process. Mm-hmm. And again, this, I want to separate this from creating a big audacious goal or the big, huge commitment to create an ultimate result. A standard is a non-negotiable and it ought to be something that is achievable with or without motivation. Here's a great example. I thinking of what you're saying, Manny Henches that we work with, yep. Manny who we work with, he set a standard a few years ago that he would do. Um, I wish he was here, but he, he set a standard that he would do five minutes of practicing and playing music per day. It wasn't, I want to become a composer. I want to make all these records. I want to do this. He just set a standard that at minimum every day I spend five minutes on my, my, on my keyboard or working on music. And he's at something like 937 days in a row. You know, it's interesting as I think it started as a commitment because he had a bigger goal, right? Mm -hmm. He had this big goal. So then he created a commitment. A standard has to be something that's real and, and has been experienced and validated over time. And so today it's a standard. Yeah. You know, his, the, the birth of his child, he was in the hospital practicing on his keyboard for five minutes. I know we were at a friend's birthday party a couple months ago and he, we're in the middle of the desert. He goes out to his, you know, he's like, Hey guys, I got to go to my car. I got my keyboard in there in the trunk. I got to play for five minutes. Like what? He's like, yeah, I had to bring my keyboard. I do that every day. And I hadn't done that yet. So I threw it in my car on the way out. That's a standard, something that it's not, it's not uh, easy to do. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. not desirable in that moment, but it's just something you do. So another, an example of a standard is, you know, look at the standard in your life that you have for things that you don't even think about. For example, you go to a restaurant. What's the last time you've considered, what's the last time you considered not in Mexico walking into a restaurant without a shirt? I've never, not yeah. even in Mexico. Oh, without a shirt. Without I a thought shirt. you were going to say without paying. Yeah. Um, 
Man. To walk out without paying. Walk in. When's the last time? When's the last time I've considered walking into a restaurant without a shirt it? on? Like in, in Arizona? Honestly, not, not even. You don't even just, yeah, it's not really. You're talking like when you're on the beach, right? That's the example you're giving. It's not like in Mexico, we don't wear shirts. The point is, I get what you're saying. And I can't honestly think it's of not the last even time possible in your that mind that you're going to walk into Chipotle with no shirt on. Yeah. It says no shoe, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Yeah. Even, even if it didn't say no that, pants, even if it didn't even say that, gotcha. you wouldn't do it, right? Because you are so established in your thinking about your standards of right. how you look in public and the fact that you're not going to walk in and be the one who gets kicked out or looked at funny or, or, you know, waste your time. So you wear a shirt, same reason that you pay your bill. Now, again, it's legal, but there's also a standard that you follow the law. There's a standard that you have, you have, I have that I follow the law. Now, there's Maybe another standard the that some people want to talk about, right? The, the law. Like, my standard, it's seven miles an hour over the speed that's limit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's my standard because in my head, if it's more than that, they might get you. And if it's less than that, well, then you're going to waste, you know, two extra minutes on the highway. Well, I'm more like 20 but, seconds. But we have, a, we have unwritten standards. And the point, part of this is when you identify the standard, it's no longer... Um, ambiguous. Yeah. So when you're driving seven miles over the speed limit, are you thinking about, ooh, should I go more? Should I go less? Are you just... It literally is seven. A, it's just, I, yeah. you, click, I, I click, don't click. dad, but I do, <laughs> yeah. right? Click, click, click seven, done. Don't think about it. It's, there's nothing, nothing emotional there. Mm -hmm. So if you go back to sleep. Well, and part, sorry, part of it is social evidence too, right? Especially in Arizona on the 101. To be very clear, at seven miles an hour, I'm the slow guy yeah. on the highway. Oh, yeah. It's not You're very the safe. Not safe to do it at the right speed. You will get destroyed in the highways out here. But because as a group, everybody has has a higher standard. So let's, yeah, maybe higher is uh, a faster standard, a faster standard. <laughs> so let's talk, bring it back to real world examples, standard in your so life, having taking standard, the emotion out of it. It takes the emotion out of the decision-making because your standard is such that when it is time to go to bed and you're like, I, my standard is that I'm rested. I just, I don't do life tired. Mm -hmm. And there's a movie that you want to watch at nine o'clock. There's not a battle in your mind. Should I watch it? Should I not? You do quick math. You're like, I'm up at 5.30, 5.15 when I wake up right now. I'm like, 5.15, I can't watch a movie at nine and wake up at 5.15 and be rested, which is my standard, so I don't do it. It's an example of a standard or eating. If you're somebody that counts carbs or macros or anything else, and, and you understand this, if any, and a lot of people have tried various levels of diets, being on diets, they are standards and they're designed to be rules to take emotion out of something. Now, a lot of those rules can be uh, a bit heightened and, and challenging. So that is a type of standard that's more challenging. I'm going to argue that some of the most important standards out there are the ones that have, that have to do with stopping you from dropping below what you would accept as, as okay on a bad day. So a standard that I certainly have had for a very long time is I don't binge eat ice cream. I did a long time ago, mm -hmm. a long time ago when I was young, but I don't binge like this. I, I just don't do it. I don't eat full chocolate bars. I, like I just, I have not done it for such a long time that it doesn't even, it's not, even though I, I could, it doesn't seem like something that I'd identify with. And so on my worst days, I'm not going to binge eat ice cream. I'm not going to pound a full, you know, big dark chocolate bar. And that's how I know where my standards are. So the gut check is on your worst days, what is your fallback? What is your worst day of performance look like? Because that's what your standard is. That's your floor. That's your floor. Yeah. And when you know what your floor is and you can check this in your own experience, it, it, there's no emotional, you, like you don't get torn up emotionally about going below your floor. You just don't do it. And so if you can raise that a little bit, 
you, there's not emotion involved. It's just, I don't do this. When it comes to finances, right? People have uh, a standard there as well. Is It's funny when I just know this from personal experience, like I can have this much debt, but not more than that. Uh huh. Right. I've, if I go, if all of a sudden my debt gets to X amount, then I'm like, all right, I'm going to sell a couch. I'm going to sell the, the shoes in my room. Like I'm going to do anything to get above that. And when you raise your standard to, I'm not going to have any debt, then you make decisions differently. Yeah. When you're, if it, it, if it would actually cause you to go into debt, you're going to make decisions very differently. If your standard is, I don't spend money that I don't have. Tony Robbins says that you don't get what you want in life. You don't get what your, what your goals are. You don't get what you say you're committed to. You get what you tolerate. Mm -hmm. And if you're a person who says, I don't tolerate debt anymore. No emotion. You just don't do it. Yeah. And that, and so that really is the, the thing to look at is in your life. What is, if there's an area that you're not satisfied with, what is the floor that you've set? What are you okay with? You don't say you're okay with it. It probably hurts your feelings to say you're okay with it, but what does evidence say that you're okay with? Mm -hmm. And then you got to raise that standard. And that's, um, yeah, that's kind of the second benefit. The second benefit, yeah, is that the floor moves up. So when you raise the standard, your baseline moves up. When you set standards. When you set standards. Right, because a lot of, sure. Yeah, a lot of our standards are not set. Designing a standard almost by, definition is going to be above the undesigned standard because at least you're examining it enough and you're probably saying yeah i'm not willing to go do that again like my new standard is if i was down here my new standard is right here Mm -hmm. now the interesting thing and number two the reason that standards help is that when you bump your standard from here to here you bump it up a little bit from level zero to level two and let's say that the top of your performance is a level 10 and it doesn't move well the average uh, ultimately your result is the average performance times time multiplied by time. The average performance multiplied by time equals your total result. It's mm-hmm. a little math equation there. So if you keep your top performing day or habit where it is, you cut out the bottom and you move your benchmark from zero to two, your average is now six instead of five. Yeah. And so without ever becoming better at the top performing days, without ever selling more on your best day, without ever working out more completely on your best week, just by cutting out the bottom, you're gonna create bigger results because your floor moved up. A financial example, as long as we're doing this, is if you have, if you say, I will never let there be, if your standard is, I'll never let there be less than $0 in my bank account, Yeah. and you raise that standard to, I will never let there be less than $200 in my bank account, your average money in your bank account goes up. It mm-hmm. just will because you're never having less than $200 in your bank account. Yeah. If you say, I will never eat Peter, your example of ice cream is I used to eat as much ice cream as I want to. Now I can't. Well, we both did growing up. That was we a-, ate a lot of ice cream and uh, I don't yet have that standard. My standard is once a month. I can eat as much as I want. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but the, uh, the standard of one scoop means Peter's average ice cream intake has gone down because sometimes standards are your design. You're trying to make things go down, right? The amount of ice cream that you're intaking. And um, yeah, so just raising your standard helps you closer to where you want to be your goal just by simply putting up naming and designing a floor. Yeah, because the floor goes up and your average then increases. Now, the third way that having standards helps is going to, what we talked about earlier, is going to be that your ceiling also raises. But it raises because when the floor's raised, there's a natural elevation 
to your ceiling. You used an example earlier. I did, yeah. So if you can throw a baseball 50 feet in the air and you're throwing it from the ground, it goes 50 feet high. If then you get onto top of a building, a two-story building, that's, I don't know how many that is, maybe 30 feet, and you throw it in the air as hard as 50 feet, the ball from where you're standing still only went 50 feet. It doesn't even look like you're that much better at baseball at throwing a ball, but from the ground, it's at 80 feet Mm -hmm. instead of just 50 feet. So raising the theory of relativity, right? As you raise, if you're moving in a certain direction and then throwing the ball in that direction, the ball will go faster. And that's, that's what happens when you raise your floor, but you keep your effort the same and you don't change your effort, then all of a sudden your ceiling goes higher. And so you can achieve more than you've ever thought you could as well. Yeah, there's a limit to the variance of our self-image, right? There's a limit to the variance of our self-concept. And and assuming that that is a range, we'll just keep using this, this number of 10. It's a finger of 10. You can only see yourself 10 degrees higher, 10 points higher than your worst day or 10 points lower than your best day. Okay. And so if you never change your best day, but you just increase your lower day, you now can see yourself producing and- As a 12. As a 12. And yeah. you'll- all of a sudden find some ways to do things bigger and better because you're standing, you're on in an elevated foundation uh, of your standard, which that's, that's the fourth way that standards help you in life, help you get what you want in life, help you to uh, improve your life is that it improves your self-image and a human being with an improved self-image because they're no longer a person who binge eats ice cream. Like they just don't, they don't do it there. Cause if you think about how you judge yourself, I don't know about you. I know for me, I'm far more critical about my worst than I am gracious about my best when I think of myself. Oh yeah. Much more critical about my worst day. I'll remember my worst day. I'll remember my worst day in sales, my worst day in business, my worst day in my physical health or my week or year of my life. I remember that far easier than I recall my best day. And and, cause I'm like, oh yeah, well my best day, I'm, I'm not always gonna do that. But when we think of our worst day, we're like, yeah, but I was capable of this. So you, when you increase what you are, quote, capable of doing on your worst day, it begins to change who you think you are. And, and, and really, as others notice your standards increase, it changes who they think you are. To if say- you were going to have somebody babysit your kids, okay, would you care more that they do like the they they cook the most impressive dinner and read the most incredible stories and put them to bed exactly on time. Like, are you looking for that? Or is it more like you better not put my kids in danger? Hmm. Different standard. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, yeah, the, the upper level stuff is great, but what really matters, what you know somebody by is what are you willing to accept? Because that could happen. Yeah. The simplest way to, I think, reiterate these four pieces. Point one, setting standards removes the emotion of your decision-making because you've already made the decision. Accurate? Accurate. So step two is then when you set a standard, your floor rises, which in turn brings us to point three is that your ceiling raises. And then when you're looking at your capability as a person, point four is that you see yourself as someone capable of more than you thought before. Yes. And doing something with those insights requires taking a look at the areas of your life 
and there's four quadrants of life. Uh, mm-hmm. Most people would agree upon there's physical, spiritual, relational, and professional. And it's there, they can be said in different ways, different words, but those are really the four quadrants of life. If you look at those areas of your life and ask yourself first, do I have standards that I recognize that I've created or do I have to discover what my standards are? This do is, I need to evaluate? Sorry, this is a challenge if you're watching yeah, this. Like, this is look at you. it, ask yourself, do you have standards in each of the four areas of those life of your life? And you, by the way, everybody has standards, whether or Sorry. not it's been created yeah. or distinguished is another question. Maybe a better question is what, what is are your, your standards? Yeah. What, yeah. yeah. What are your standards in each of those areas? And are you satisfied with those standards? Cause maybe you are, maybe you look at one, you're like, actually I'm fine with that. I, I think standards are so oftentimes unexamined. I, I, it's gotta be 99 out of hundred people are probably not satisfied with the unexamined standards of their life. So unless you've already taken the time to create specific standards, mm-hmm and and model them, live by them, there's probably work to do. And when you set that standard, it changes your actions. Yeah. It changes it changes everything just like we talked about. So look at it in your in your profession what were the four words you used specifically? Physical. So in your physical life, set a new standard. Like decide my standard has been X. My new standard is this and don't make it something crazy. It's not, we're not talking lofty, big goals for the rest of your life. This is just, what's your floor? Move your floor, move your floor up. I don't, I would be better off in, I would be better off in my life if I never did all nighters ever again. Like I should not be somebody that accepts uh, staying up all night. Yeah. It's a new standard. And there's so many different places to have standards, right? So many. Um, I don't, I stop eating when I'm full. That's a standard. I don't eat after dinner. That's a standard. I, uh, I only have ice cream once a month as much as I want. Like I swim in it, right? That's a standard. Yeah. So whatever your standard is uh, in the physical world, or I go to the gym three days a week. Yeah. We started with physical, right? Yeah. Physical. I go to the gym three days a week. What are other examples of of standards that people could set? Because we want them to set standards. I mean, yes, you've got, well, you've got sleep. Okay. Oh, sleep. exercise, Great. hydration, nutrition, hydration, and, uh, hygiene, right? Hygiene I brush my good. teeth yeah. at least once a day. Some, <laughs> some of you guys maybe don't do that. No, so I, look, I there was a, a long shower period of my time. Days. I only long period of my life. I brush once a day. Now I brush two times. That like, was that's generous. my standard. He's like, I brush once a day. That was a standard <laughs> of my life because if I said less than once, then people would be. I mean, let's. I, I pro- there's probably times where it was. Come less on, how many people would admit on camera like, yeah, I, there was a time in my life where I only brushed my teeth twice a week. Like you're gonna. I the, don't think the, that Peter's standard that. is never say less than once a day. That's the standard <laughs> he set for himself. Okay. The point is, it was one. It may or may not have been less than one. I'm sure it was less than one at some point. Thank you, Jake. And one for a long time, and then two. In your defense, we have incredible teeth as Swensons. We could go months without brushing and we would just be fine. Like yeah. we would, I went 11 years Thanks between for the relevant information. I'm just saying I went 11 years between dental visits and the guy's like, how long is it? There's been? another standard. Like 11 There's years. There's another standard. Man. Cause I, I don't, I go when I have cavity or yeah, teeth problems. I think I that's waited 10 I, years. You waited 11 years. Um, not yeah. advising. That's a very bad idea. And my standard now is twice a year. Go see Dr. Quinn every six months. Period. The medicine woman. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he loves it when you say it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, those are some physical standards or some spiritual like, standards. Spirit. Are you, do you, and again, these are, they're not designed to be lofty goals. The idea of a standard is it's a little bit different. Do you read a Bible verse a day, right? Do you spend do you, any time? Do you read a Bible word? verse a, a week? Do you spend any time? It, it's, it's, it's not about setting something lofty. It's mm-hmm. about raising your minimum. Because a, sta- a, sta- a true standard is not bastardized. A true standard is not missed. The five minutes a day piano, Manny spends plenty of days doing much more than that. I'm sure his goal is a lot more than that oftentimes. Mm-hmm. 
but he does not miss the five minutes. Correct. So, so if, if it's church, I do not miss church. I do not miss work period. I just don't. Mm-hmm. If I can't make it, I do it at home. Inconvenient doesn't matter. I can't make it at home. I watch it on the plane or whatever it is that you're doing. That's that's an example. So of what are your what standard. are your standards in spiritual world? What about professional? Professional. This is money. This is business. This is career. How you handle your money, how you save your money, budget money, spend your money. Do you have a budget? Do you right? have a budget? Do you have a budget? Do you spend? I my By standard the way, is most I people's don't. Sta- most people's standard is not that most people don't have anything like a budget. So trying to go from no budget to my standard is a budget. I wouldn't advise that. No. But wherever you are right now, your standard could be, I look at my bank account once a week. Hmm. For a lot of people, that's a different standard. Yeah. Some people only look at their bank account when they get an email that says your bank account doesn't have money in it. I yeah. was there. I've yeah. been there before. Yeah. I'm sure you have been there before. Yes. Right. So the st- if the standard is I look at my bank account once a, once a week, I another standard for business is I show up early to work. Mm-hmm. I'm never there after start time. I'm, yeah. There's, so you look for the, there's opportunity in finding the simple standards that create massive leverage. Mm-hmm. This idea of I, I check my bank account once a week, for example, it, that is a small standard that creates massive leverage because you at least are giving yourself an idea of the trickle of money, of the flow of money. And when you get related to that, magical things start to happen. Then you've got relational standards. That is with your 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 spouse, your children, your parents, your siblings, your best friends, the relationships that matter most in your life. What's your standard? Are you talking to them? Do you celebrate birthdays? Do you write them a card? Are you texting them? Like, Do you have something simple, some minimal standard? I know one that I've told you about is I, I started call, calling mom, our mom. I started calling my mom after CrossFit in the morning. So we do 6 a.m. CrossFit and call her at 7 a.m. And it's just what I do now. I don't think about it. That's why she never answers my call at seven o'clock. You're not. That's funny. See, I made a commitment to call her at 7.01 and she never answers. So my commitment is to not be frustrated. But now you're going to call her at 6.59. You're like, hey, got to go quick. Hey, Hey, mom. What's up? Oh yeah. You might have another call coming in. But it's, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) there's not an emotional, should I, should I, I do it. And it's a standard and it's because I saw, look, here's a small chunk of my life that I could give to somebody that I love Mm -hmm. and get connected to them. It's pretty easy. Sometimes we talk about important things. Sometimes you talk about almost nothing, but it's now standard. And you look at somebody's standards and you're going to get a pretty good indication of the trajectory of their life. One piece that is tied to this, but is a little bit different and a a thought that would be important as well as you examine these things is your standards. A lot of time are reflections of the people you spend time with. Absolutely. And if the people around you have low standards, you will probably have low standards as well. Tolerating people with low standards is one of the most important standards to look at. And know this, when you raise your standards, you might lose some friends. Yeah, you know, people try to talk you out of it. What do you mean? I mean it's just one time. Anything that follows the it's just, or pre- precedes the it's just one time, mm-hmm. that's an invitation to reduce your actual standards. Either whether whether you're saying that, and to when yourself. you raise your, when I raise my standards <laughs> and I share that with you, yeah. and I say, "Hey, I raise my standard." If you try to talk me out of it, it's not because my new standard is bad. It's because at some level it challenged your standard, and you feel threatened. Mm-hmm. McKinsey and I had a conversation about that last night. When people disagree, when you're when you're convicted about something and you share that with somebody, and then they get upset, it's because you're challenging their conviction because they see how. They see this new belief. They they see it's a we're talking could about be one of the reasons. Versus, but yeah, they're yeah. seeing your standards, and at some level, they might just realize your standard is higher than their standard, and that challenges them. Mm-hmm. And that's um just just be warned that if you raise your standards, 
some people may not love that. Yeah, it's great. Here's a, here's a new standard that I'm trying on. Haircuts every two weeks. Mm. Started today. Now, I, I can't claim that it's my standard until I've done it for a while. Yeah. But I have longed for this standard for a very, very, very we long all have, time. Frankly, right? yeah. You're, you're waiting for my hair to be less poofy? Yes. You're saying? Okay. Oh, yeah. But look, it's actually kind of a funny standard. I think there's a lot of men out there, like they know they ought to get their haircut every three weeks. So they don't ever, ever have to do with the poofy stuff. And then you see some men, you're like, man, you just, why is his hair is always, it just always looks good. Well, he's got a different standard mm -hmm. about his hair. It's that simple. It's not a big emotional deal for them. He doesn't have to try to remember it. It's like, no, it's a standard. So what do you, what do you do? Well, you book your appointment ahead of time. You put it in your calendar. That's what you do because it's not a negotiable. So I'm trying that on. It's a new one. Well, we want you to try on haircuts as well. So you can find your haircut at, <laughs> just kidding. Um, Set some standards though. Seriously, set a standard. What was that advertising for jakecutshair.com? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just ship a bowl and a pair of scissors to you. A buzz cut and a bowl. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And they're coming back. Um, hey, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, they're right? good. We're good. All yeah. I want to do, I just want to challenge you. I know that that for some of you guys, it might be uncomfortable to put something in the comment section, but it'll help hold you accountable. It'll help. Uh, it'll help you, even if nobody ever reads it. If it was just you that read it, that you said, "I will be in bed by X amount of time. I'll get this much sleep." Whatever your new standard is that you're setting, go ahead, throw it in there. Somebody might like that idea and they might take that on for themselves. And by the way, can new be... standards kept internally it will die very quickly. Oh yeah. Cause so if you, if you distinguish something new, you got to tell, you got to tell the right people. And, and sometimes standards are some of the easiest things to share because they do not seem unachievable. Right. People are like, Oh, you do that. I mean, you don't do that already. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but from now on I will They're like, yeah, you better. Yeah. Brush, brush your teeth twice a day. Yeah. You bet. That's good standard. Keep that up. Yeah or once a month, whatever it is. If you're not brushing your teeth right now, just start brushing your teeth. Okay. I think so that's like, the takeaway. Like comment, subscribe, and remember <laughs> standards help your life by removing emotion, increasing the floor, increasing the ceiling and increasing your self worth and self confidence. So until next week, go crush life. <laughs>